Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by the leader of the country rock band, Tattoo Billy. His name is Ed Beckley. We're going to be talking to him about the band and everything that they're up to. They had a song in the movie, Kiss of a Vampire. So we're going to be talking to Ed about Tattoo Billy and everything that he's up to. Big shout out to Kate. Caden Gordon for arranging this interview. So, Ed, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, Tattoo Billy, it kind of had its early origins, uh, I'd say about 1988, 89. And uh, it was founded by me and my dad. And uh, I was still in high school when I joined and he was, you know, and he was like, Hey, won't you start? I was playing like rock and roll music. And he was like, do you want to start making some money playing music? Come join me. And so I was like, yeah, I would like to make some money. So <laughs> next thing you know, I'm playing every hole in the wall all over the country. <laughs> okay. Well, but, tell us a little bit uh, uh, about your dad, you know, so, so people can get the uh, idea of the origins of the band. Yet, well, Dad, he was born in uh, southeastern Kentucky, uh, Appalachian Mountains, and uh, he grew up pretty much, if you, you've seen a sharecropper's house in Alabama, that's kind of house he came out of, and he started working the fields, and he was probably five or six years old, and uh, had a real tough life, then he, uh, but, you know, with most poor families, the only thing they had to do was do music, and They'd sit on the porch, do mouth music, as they call it. You know, if you didn't have an instrument, you'd just make up tunes. with. And uh, that's kind of how he got started. And he moved up here, I think, when he was in the Ohio, Cincinnati area, when he was about mm, 16 years old and looking for work, you know. And uh, a lot of the uh, Kentucky families came up here, and it's an area, it's right outside of Cincinnati. It's called Hamilton. And uh, a lot of Kentucky families came up here looking for jobs and uh, try to better themselves, you know. So, uh, and I joined him. I think I was 16 and a half, 17 years old when I joined him and uh, the early stages of, of the same lineup until 2010 from those early days. And, uh, and we, you know, we got to open up for a lot of big artists and stuff over the years and stuff. So we just like been on that underground scene for a number of years. <laughs> okay. But, well, uh, tell us about the genre of music that y you, that Tattoo Billy does. It's, it was kind of like a Southern rock. At one point, somebody said they started calling us Gothic country because we, we had a few songs that, it it um, uh, one was called Black Hearted Lady, and it kind of had a, like a a darker feel to it. And it was like on some Halloween radio stations and stuff like that. So they started calling us like at one point Gothic Country. And it was kind of, a, I would call it all of it. 
I would classify it as like country rock or southern rock. And uh, then uh, I guess it was about 2009, we met a guy named Joe Torrentori. He's passed away now, but he was like uh, a movie director, did movies with Linda Blair. And he was an actor himself when he was younger. He was a black hand gunman and uh, uh, the sting with Robert Redford and all those guys. And uh, I uh, met him and showed him our album and he took one of our songs and he put it in one of his newer movies at that time what was a newer movie called kiss of a vampire and it had like uh, i think it was daniel goddard from young and the restless and the Beastmaster series and uh had matthias Hughes from the die hard movie and peewee's big uh big adventure and uh i forget it had like a bunch of you know it had a the one star, uh, one of the guys from Willow, one of the midgets from that movie, if that's a proper term to use, midget, I don't know what the, or little people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, had a bunch of like, you know, actors like that that was in the movie. Uh, Costa Mandalore from the Saw movie was in it. And uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool, you know, and they used this as like in the backdrop when our song's being played in the movie and we were sitting in the back of like uh, a bar, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. We had little things like that, you know, happen, you know, over the years. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. And, and we just, like I said, we've, I forget how many, I'll, uh, shit, we got over a hundred songs released, you know, right now, you know, over the years, cause we've been together so long and, you know, we try to release something every year and, uh, or we're in a studio right now working on a new one called put the U back in country. Okay. Well, you talked earlier about opening up for several big artists throughout your time playing. So, you know, kind of tell us about who you opened up and describe what uh, that felt like. Yeah, it was, uh, we've opened up for like a fog hat, you know, uh, fabulous Thunderbirds, uh, trying to think, uh, Ken Mellons had a song called jukebox junkie. Um, uh, uh, George Dukas, we opened up for him. He had a song out called Lipstick Promises, which was a kind of a big hit in the 1990s. Uh, so a few artists like that, you know. Uh, we was on a way down scale. We opened up for Dwight Yoakam, but, you know, it was like way down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we were like the first band up. There was a few bands that were playing that night. It was just a one-nighter, you know, but it was still pretty cool, you know, to do. Most definitely. So tell us about your biggest musical influences. Big musical influences. Now, as in writing, this is one I always kick around like when people ask me because I don't know if I really have any that influence my, my music writing. But as in what I like to listen to, as in country, I like a lot of the old country guys like... Uh, Earl Thomas Conley and I like, uh, you know, Johnny Cash, just your real typical, you know, country guys, Waylon Jennings. I like all that, but, uh, I listen to a lot of stuff. Like right now I'm listening to a band called, uh, blame my youth and they got a, a new track out and that's called uh stupid human. So, I mean, I listen to like a little bit of everything and, um, uh, I used to be a prize fighter too. So, you know, I used to fight out of Cincinnati out of, uh, Wenton Terrace. It's like one of the 
you know, toughest ghettos in the Cincinnati area. And uh, I fought out of there and turned, fought for money too. I had Aaron Pryor. I don't know if you remember that guy. He was a junior welterweight champ. He was my trainer from 99 to 2000. So I've always had my hand in a lot of different fires, you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. So tell us about any current or upcoming projects that you got coming up, you and your band, and tell us what it inspired them. Yeah, right now we're working on one. It's called Put the U Back in Country. I think it's going to be a real good one. Uh, guy that's uh, engineering it and producing it, he was a, uh, his name's uh, Matt Gracie, and he did a lot of stuff. He's worked with George Clinton and uh, Pixies and just all kinds of different people over the years he's a he's a really a great uh producer so he's the one that produced uh frisky whiskey and uh and that one's doing pretty good i think we're 76 77 000 views on that song right now and uh but yeah he just does a great work fun to work with uh just a real great atmosphere you know and like i said i'm i'm an older artist so i do it more it's just I release for me anymore but i mean it's nice there's people that's interested people download the songs so it, it's cool too that you know that people still like what i do but pretty much i just i do it for me i think most artists do you know you, you got to do it for yourself and like it yourself before you really put it out there for anybody else to like dig because i think if you're going to dig it and you really like it and you're honest about what you do then it's going to be good. And if you fool yourself and you release something that's not so good, then you know what I mean? It's, uh, I guess, one of those catch-22s with me, you know what I mean? So anything I release now, it's something I really, I would like it myself. Like Frisky Whiskey, I listen to that. Almost like in a third party, I can sit back and listen to it and be like, hmm, I, I almost forget it's me doing it. And uh, I like it because it's just a good song. And that one, which was funny about that song, I was taking a shower and that whole song came in my head when I was taking a shower, got out of the shower, wrote the entire song, probably in 10 minutes. Okay. Well, tell us about the name Tattoo Billy. Tell us how, how you guys came up with that name. Well, uh, it is funny. We were trying to come up with a name probably in 93 or 94 to stick with. Even though we started earlier in that, we were like, we need to, you know, pick up a, a really good name. So I kept on saying, hey, why don't we call it uh, Psycho Hillbilly? And my dad's like, I don't know about that one. And uh, then my dad was like, hey, what do you guys think about Tattoo Billy? And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. You know, and everybody liked the name. And uh, I was the only one in the band at the time that had tattoos. So when we started playing out, people would keep on coming up. Hey, Billy. Hey, Billy. I didn't know they were talking to me. You know, and they're like, didn't you hear me, Billy? And I'm like, oh, you're talking to me. And he's like, yeah, ain't your name Billy? And I was like, no, they were like, well, you're the only one in the band with tattoos. So we figured you were Tattoo Billy. So it kind of became my moniker. And now that's kind of my stage name is Tattoo Billy. That's kind of what I, I go by. So whenever I'm playing out, people's calling me Billy, you know, <laughs> and I just respond to it now. Absolutely, Billy. So, Billy. <laughs> Throw out your contact information so people can keep up with everything that Tattoo Billy is up to. Okay. Uh, I think uh, the Twitter is Tattoo Billy Ed Begley, maybe. 
and uh, Facebook's just Tattoo Billy, T-A-T-T-O-O, and B-I-L-L-Y, you know, just a little space in between. That's usually the two I most genuinely answer off of, is either the uh, the uh, Twitter page or the uh, Facebook page. And um, I think that's what it is. I, I, you know, I'm an older guy, so I don't, I, you know what I mean? Remembering the, the exact, I think it's T-A-T-2 on uh, Twitter, B-I-L-L-Y-N on uh, Twitter. But yeah, they can hit me up anytime on there. And uh, I usually respond within 24 hours to any, to anything that's requested or anything like that. Okay, we'll close this out with some final thoughts. Maybe if that was something I forgot to talk about that you would like to touch on or just any final thoughts you have for the listeners. Well, uh, I'm going to say most people, if you're out there and you're still creating, keep on creating, you know, and keep on... Uh, Doing what you like to do and believe in yourself. It's like I said, I I keep I've been doing this now. I'm 51 years old and I still play shows. I still got people like what I do. Uh, just want to thank all the, you know, really everybody that supported me over the years that keeps believing in me. You know what I mean? Because e even as an artist, sometimes we don't believe in ourselves, and then people still show interest in what you're doing. And it's just you know, it's a really awesome thing to be able to do what you like to do and and like i said it, it it's uh mainly like you know i appreciate guys like you it's took the time to sit down with me for a few minutes and have an interview it's pretty awesome you know and uh i appreciate you and i wish you luck too on the things you're doing and i subbed your channel on youtube <laughs> Yep, you subbed it, and I subbed yep. back, and I definitely appreciate everything that you're up to, and uh, we're definitely going to get this out to the listeners. Listeners, please support Tattoo Billy. Check out everything that he's up to when that new project uh, is released. Go ahead and check that out as well. Follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible, all of the country music fans out there and the Southern Rock fans. If you have any Guests or suggestion topics, see Jackson102 at Cox.net is the place to send them. As always, thank you for listening. And Tattoo Billy, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you. Thank you for your listeners. You have a good night, buddy. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.